0: episode of the Fremdlauschen Podcast, where I invite you to join a conversation about American topics, history, politics, current affairs, entertainment, and listen to me speak English in a natural speed to practice your own listening skills. If you're a native speaker of English, welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm also glad to have you here, and I'll probably hit you up to be a guest in the near future once COVID stops raging quite so much around here. The real world caught up with me quite a bit in the last couple of weeks. You may know I'm a technical and commercial translator as well as an English coach, and this is my time of the year to be busy, busy, busy. So that's why you had to wait a little bit for this next episode. Also, I did need a little bit of a break after the research about the horror that is QAnon. So today we're going to talk about a topic that has no real political urgency or any kind of significance, so kind of the anti-QAnon. Today we're going to talk about Ilaria Baldwin. In January 2019, a user named at MapleCocaine on Twitter posted the following, Each day on Twitter, there is one main character. The goal is to never be it. And it's so true, right? What they mean is that every day on Twitter, there seems to be one person who is the focus of all the negative tweets from that day, usually deservedly because they have a really bad take on some issue or another. When I was on the way home from my in-laws house at Christmas time in 2020, one of these people really saved the day for me, really uh, gave me something to laugh about, something to giggle about, something that had very low stakes, but seemed really fun at the time. As most things do, it all started with a tweet posted on December 21st, 2020 by Lenny Briscoe. It went viral over the next few days. By the time it reached me, it was already pretty viral. And the quote was, or the tweet was, you have to admire Ilaria Baldwin's commitment to her decade-long grift where she impersonates a Spanish person. So who is Ilaria Baldwin? She is Alec Baldwin's wife. So that does mean she's been locked up in a gorgeous home, but still locked up with Alec Baldwin for a year now, so let's at least give her some grace for that because that does not sound like an easy task. The problem with this lady is that even when I thought she was an actual Spanish person from Spain, she was so completely insufferable and so out of touch. And because it has taken me so long to get this episode out, her story has actually even gotten worse, unbelievably enough. <laughs> I'll swing back to that later at the end, though. So as someone who has wasted so much time on following pop culture, let me finally use this expertise and this knowledge to explain to you who Ilaria is. It's important that she came onto the scene calling herself Ilaria. Her husband called her Ilaria. She was a yoga teacher in New York City before she married Alec Baldwin and became a mommy influencer and a celebrity wife uh, since she got married to Alec in 2012. She has a podcast too, it's called Mom Brain, so you can head right over there when you're done here. Don't leave now, wait till I'm done. Elaria is the beautiful brunette often seen on the arm of her husband, who is the actor and general angry person around town, Alec Baldwin. He's known for being arrested for literally fighting on the street, with photographers and just normal, average New Yorkers as well. He once refused to turn off his phone on a flight and got thrown off. And he left his teenage daughter, Ireland, a terrible, scathing, disturbing voicemail when she was a teenager that was leaked to the press. You can Google that one if you'd like. It is crazy. It's now probably 10 or 12 years old. When Alec isn't having fistfights in the middle of New York City, he's an experienced actor. You might know him for playing uh, Donald Trump on Saturday Night Live during the Trump administration. And he was also one of the best movies of my childhood, Beetlejuice, which kind of holds up, but is also very strange to watch as an adult. He um, is very hunky in that movie, too. I just feel like I should mention that. And if any of you are younger than me, or much younger than me, you may only know him as the voice of the boss baby in the boss baby movies, or for the fact that his niece Haley is married to Justin Bieber. As a mommy influencer, Ilaria posts basically every single thing she does all day, every day, to Instagram. But her main grid is filled with pictures of her children, and there are also lots of beautiful pictures of herself posing in her underwear to show you how pregnant she currently is or how she has bounced back after giving birth again in her underwear, pretty much always in her underwear. As far as I can tell, having followed her for like a week, she posts at least 10 stories to Instagram a day, most of them of her children and of her husband. So mommy blogger needs kids, right? And she's got them. Her kids are named Carmen, who's seven, Rafael, who's five, Leonardo, who's four, Romeo, who's two, and Eduardo, who's six months. And they've literally just added another baby since I started my research. A little baby girl named Lucia Maria. We'll get back to that. Now, I would pronounce all of her children's names in the Spanish version that she does, but I don't want to get into the same kind of trouble that she's in. I'm just going to tell you, they are Spanish names with Spanish writing. She's pronounced them very Spanish in the past, and I am pronouncing them like someone who only speaks German, so I'm sorry. So to my delight on Christmas Day, this tweet was going viral. Everybody was chipping in going, well, you know, I knew her growing up and her name was Hillary and she was, you know, she was just from Boston like I was. And there were not Spanish parents involved. She did not move here from Madrid. She is from Boston. And when the Spanish rumors that I'm going to talk about now, when they first came out, I was really surprised because Alec Baldwin is a frequent guest on The Howard Stern Show, which I listen to religiously for better or for worse. And I knew that I had heard an interview with both Alec and Hilaria mentioning that she had grown up in Spain within like the last six months during lockdown. Of course, the Baldwins reacted like the Baldwins react. At least they didn't hit anybody in the street, I guess. Ilaria and Alec both quit Instagram and Twitter, and they've done it now no fewer than three times since this story broke, most recently last week. Each Instagram or Twitter break has lasted about a day at most. I think um, Ilaria's one break from Instagram was literally like eight hours. She can't stay away. And as the tweet was going viral, Alec Baldwin wanted to defend his wife. And he did it in the worst possible way, by posting a creepy eight-minute video telling us to consider the source. While he stared into the camera and whispered, it was really scary. Then he quit Twitter again for what felt like the 900th time. I'm going to add just the scariest little snippet of that here so you can all judge for yourselves. When you love somebody. Yeah, so Alec tells us to consider the source when talking about his wife, and basically my sources are his wife's Instagram account and people who knew her growing up, who unfailingly said she was a lovely person, but her name was Hillary, and she was not a lovely person from Spain named Ilaria. The way this snowball began rolling is so typical for pop culture scandals. It just came from nowhere and started picking up steam starting for something that didn't seem that serious. In December 2020, right before Christmas, Ilaria did what she does and she posted another Instagram picture of herself in her underwear, of course, holding her infant son, Eduardo. She looked fantastic, phenomenal, everything many moms of infants, and I would say probably most moms of infants, do not look like. And one of those other moms was Amy Schumer, She's a snarky American comedian, quite famous, who's been really forthcoming about her pregnancy and young motherhood. Her son, um, Gene, will be two this May. And Amy Shtick has been to show the world the real side of pregnancy and motherhood, rather than the glossy, idealistic version that so many celebrities go for. So in not the funniest thing she's ever done, Amy Schumer reposted the picture of Ilaria to her own, to Amy's own Instagram account with the same caption, joking that it was Amy herself with her son, Gene. It was really obviously not Amy with Gene, because that's not what Amy looks like. So yeah, the joke was not very funny, but it would have come and gone if Ilaria had reacted in any way that showed that she had any self-awareness or any sense of humor, which she didn't. Instead, Ilaria responded with a video saying that Amy Schumer was body shaming her by sharing the picture and that, of course, even if you are gorgeous and fit and look like that after having a baby, no one should be making fun of the way your body looks. And strangely enough, in this Instagram video, Ilaria's Spanish accent was suddenly much lighter than it was ever before. It was basically gone. It was non-existent. And as someone who speaks a language where I do have an accent nearly all day, every day, I know that there are some days where I struggle more than others, and sometimes my accent is more noticeable, but sadly, it's never just gone. I mean, I wish it would go, but it doesn't. Sometimes my vocabulary isn't as great. Sometimes my grammar's better than on other days, but my accent is always there. And so after this tweet went viral at Christmas time, everyone was suddenly looking at Ilaria's backstory and wondering why it was different nearly every single place it was published. Honestly, no one had ever bothered to really research this woman before because she was so thirsty for attention that you would see her enough in page six or in gossip columns or wherever she could get her picture printed. And no one really felt the need to go and research her. We got plenty of Ilaria, probably more than we wanted. She was listed with a reputable modeling agency, and they listed her birthplace in her biography as Mallorca, Spain. Strangely, that biography disappeared when this whole scandal happened. In 2020, she said during an interview that she had, quote, moved here, meaning New York, when she was 19 to go to NYU. And the interviewer said, from? And she answered with, my family lives in Spain, they live in Mallorca. So she by that time was figuring out how to sidestep the question, not really saying she was from Mallorca, but definitely insinuating it. So this is kind of the truth. Her parents did retire to Mallorca after they spent their entire lives in the United States. They were like professors at American universities born and raised in the United States. Ilaria does not have Spanish ancestors by blood. Her lineage basically traces back to the Mayflower There is no Spanish childhood. There is a family interest in traveling to Spain and spending time in Spain in the summers. But people who know her backstory said that she went to this posh high school and that at that time, she did not have any kind of Spanish accent, probably because she was from the exact same place that they were from. Back then she was Hillary, not Hilaria. But the craziest part, to me and to lots of other people, I think, is the accent. Let me give you some examples of the accent over time. First, Delaria is going to tell us about being married to Alec Baldwin, which sounds like it is a real party, but she puts a nice spin on it. Married life is really nice. You know, it feels different. It really feels different, but I didn't think it was going to be different, but it feels quite different. What's the thing that surprised you the most? um i think just the fact that it feels different you know i we we like to say husband and wife a lot yeah Um, i come husband now i say husband where are you and then there's this beautiful story of how alec proposed to Ilaria facing spain he took me out to montauk and he said that was as close as he could get to spain to my family and to rome because we really like rome as well and um he got down on his knee And then I don't remember the rest, because I started crying. And guys, now I am giving you the clip that made me want to record this episode. I present to you Hilaria Baldwin, pretending that she doesn't know what a cucumber is called. We have very few ingredients. We have tomatoes. We have, um, how do you say, cucumber? Cucumbers. I literally learned how to download audio from YouTube just so I could share that clip with you because it is fantastic. I cannot watch it often enough. She's on the Today Show making a salad and points at a cucumber and says, how you say? Isn't that great? My favorite theory on why Ilaria may have pulled this off in public so long is that Alec may have met her and originally believed that she was Spanish. He went around and talked about it quite a lot, even on the late show, Um, with David Letterman. Maybe he thought she was fascinating and exotic because she was Spanish, so she didn't admit it at first. He may have fallen for her, and maybe he wouldn't have fallen for her if he knew she was from Boston. I mean, Boston is pretty exotic and cultural with their Dunkin' Donuts and the Red Sox, but okay, I get it, Alec. In response to all of this, Ilaria posted an Instagram video, because of course she did, And she claimed that her accent came from mixing languages when she's been speaking a lot of Spanish. She speaks Spanish with the children. She said that the accent would also come out when she was working because she would be nervous or upset and that she never addressed it before because she's so insecure about the fact that she speaks with a Spanish accent despite being raised in Boston. She called herself a very different kind of Bostonian, which I actually think is kind of fitting. She is a very earnest person, so of course she began talking about how this has to be a cultural conversation and there actually are a lot of white Europeans, like obviously, and that we need to be having a cultural conversation about how people can be more than one thing, etc, etc. So as a member of a bilingual family who knows a lot of other bilingual families, I am calling BS on this. Do I sometimes forget words when I'm speaking English? Yes, especially if it's a word I normally primarily would only use in German, I get it. Do I sometimes have a more generic American accent than I did growing up in central Pennsylvania? Also, yes, I sometimes sound like Madonna when she was living in the UK and she had that continental accent. Nobody knows how she got that. Do I struggle to find the word for cucumber? while I speak in a German accent? No. And my informal poll of all my expat and bilingual friends verified this. We are not wandering around, pointing at everyday vegetables and asking what they're called. We just are not. In fact, everyone I know kind of came back to that same sentence of being like, but we just don't talk like that. I don't know anyone who talks like that. And That's what it comes down to. Nobody talks like that, Ilaria. no matter how bilingual they are. You were putting on a con, and we noticed, and now you're rewriting history just a little bit. The last I checked, Alec Baldwin, is off Twitter again, because Gillian Anderson, you know, from the X-Files, she also acts in The Crown, where she speaks with a British accent, which is quite good, because she was born in America, but raised sometimes in England as a child and whatever. So she speaks in normal life with an American accent. But in The Crown, she speaks with a British accent, and it's really convincing because she has actually heard British accents um, quite a bit of her life. And when she accepted an award and spoke American English, Alec, of course, had to tweet, well, isn't that fascinating that, you know, we like it when Gillian Anderson does it, but what about his wife? And of course, that led to him again quitting Twitter, but then posting about it on Instagram. It's really a lot of work to keep up with them, and I didn't have all the time in the world this week to do so. And in proving that when it rains, it pours, the Baldwins had another scandal. Getting back to that beautiful Lucia, Ilaria announced her arrival last week. Lucia is a newborn, and she's five months younger than her next older brother, Eduardo the one who was in the bikini pictures or the the underwear pictures. And I've only had one baby, but I can tell you that the math sounds off to me that she has two newborns five months apart. So, of course, this led to some questions, which, you know, I think they were fair enough. It was not a paparazzi picture that led to us finding out about Lucia. Nobody was hiding in the bushes outside the Baldwin house. You don't have to, because Ilario posted on Instagram. So on his Instagram post about his new daughter, somebody kind of innocently said, hey, what is going on? Where is this baby from? Please tell us. And Alec, of course, came back in his typical charming manner and told his fans to shut the F up and mind their own business when they asked him about Lucia. Eventually, a couple of days later, the Baldwins did announce that they had used a surrogate to have Lucia. Which means that during a pandemic, and while all were already pregnant with their fifth child together, they hired a surrogate to give them number six, who happens to be their second daughter together. To me, this is a whole other kind of privilege. Screaming about how it is no one's business how Lucia was born would be legitimate to me in every way, in my eyes, if they had not chosen to post numerous pictures of her before quitting Instagram again. But... As of now, there are still lots of pictures of Lucia. You know, she's been in People magazine. She's been on TMZ. She's been everywhere and um, is the newest little girl to their family. I'm sure we will all get to watch her grow up if we'd like. So, guys, that bananas but lighthearted story is where I'm going to leave you now. I hope that you enjoyed having a shorter, kind of lighter episode. I do need to do these from time to time to wash the QAnon out of my hair. I've actually had a request to talk about school shootings next, so it's not going to be unicorns and fairies and rainbows from here on out, but we'll try. And if you're looking for somebody else to follow now that Alec Baldwin has again quit Twitter and maybe Instagram, you can find me on those same platforms everywhere with the same name Fremdlauschen, F-R-E-M-D-L-A-U-S-C-H-E-N. Maybe that was not a great name to take, but it is what it is. It's my name now. Um, And I look forward to coming back soon to talk to you about another American topic. Bye.